Yeah, I'm all right, me. Glad to hear it. Hope listeners are all doing absolutely incredible. I hope you're having the best week you've ever had in your entire life. Do you know we went to Sheffield at the weekend to watch Peter Kerr? I do. How's that? And we were having a conversation with um, our friends. So our friends live in Nottingham. And basically one of them is my friend from like nursery. <laughs> and the other one is her boyfriend who she met at uni. who was in my group of friends. So like we're all really good friends. And we're basically talking about how like she's just not got a Wigan accent at all. Yeah, she's got rid of it. And I was like, I don't think I'm like proper Wigan anymore. Yeah. And then I just heard myself say the sentence, something along the lines of, yeah, I'm dead good, me. I'm dead good, me. <laughs> me, think that's a proper Wigan thing, that, isn't it? Putting it's me weird, on the end of it. Because I think you use posher words than I do. Like, you're more eloquent than I am. Thank but you. But your accent's more Wigan. Oh, I don't know. So you like... I've heard you do a spin in the, in the middle of Manchester before. Oh, I'm going to stand out there, aren't I? I've got a microphone on in front of 30, 40 people on a spin bike shouting stuff. That's different. Yeah, that made me laugh for that day when I heard you doing that. What? When did you hear me? I don't know. It must have been like a... I must have been on half term so or something. I was thinking, yeah. When did you wander in at that time? Yeah. It's not like you. I always wanted to come to your spins because I helped you write them, didn't I? Yeah, we used to practice in the living room. I used to pretend I was on a spin bike. I'd sit on the couch pretending we were on bikes. <laughs> I was riding horses. Don't know why we was going anywhere. So, like, you don't act. It's mad. Like when you do spin, you don't actually move your upper body. Well, you do in some tracks, but like you move your feet, don't you? And we was bouncing around like our whole bodies would move. Yeah, no, I made you put the, the upper body stuff in because it's so much better. I hate it when people just make you sit on a bike for however long a spin <laughs> class is, half an hour, forty-five minutes. It's just boring. A lot of classes are though. Wow. Yeah, I know. But I think I went to a really, really good one, actually, in uh, the JD gyms in Wigan. Um, I think that set my standards really high. So then when you were writing your classes, I was like, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need mm. to do this. It's good, though. Yeah, it was. I loved Absolutely it. And then you did, we did the um, spinathon, didn't we? Which was like two hours on a bike, non-stop. Or was I it three? It was longer. I thought it was three or four hours. Didn't hold like different slots that you could book into. It was three because you did... Um, 70s, 80s, and 90s music. I did, yeah. 70s for the, for the first different... hour, 80s for the second, 90s for the third, and it was class. It was really fun. I like, didn't have any struggles because I had so much fun. We did one too. People we? Um, turned up in fancy dress and stuff. Yeah, it was unreal. It was, it was so absolutely good. mad. Like, there was people I'd never met before from social media turning up, and I was like, this is insane. I was not expecting it. I thought it was just going to be all my clients. I was like, ah, oh, be class. All my clients will turn up, we'll raise some money, which they did. Yeah. Uh, and you did, obviously, but. Yeah, it was like random people like, oh, I'll come to that. I was like, this is mad. Didn't one of your clients who's like six foot seven or something ridiculous turn up and look like an absolute... And the rest. <laughs> Adrian was, his well, head like was he touching was the ceiling. Yeah. Riding a child's bike. Yeah. It was really funny. Do you know what though? Fair play to him. He's about seven foot twelve <laughs> and he turned up in a tutu and a headband. Oh, he did, yeah. Absolutely Brilliant, I love it. Love that. Anyway, that's nothing to do with today's episode, but it's no. fun. Yeah, I think we should do that again. What? A spinathon? No. Well, I go to someone's. I'm not saying I'm not. Oh, why? It was so fun. And Phil dressed as Mr. Motivator. I did. I've not taught a spin class in about six years. I can't go and teach him alone. Ah, you could. No, I'm busy. You're really good. I'm busy. You still teach them in the car when one of your old spin songs comes on. I can't help. <laughs> Shout to the beat, though. It's physically impossible. As soon as the song comes on, I remember this. It was my warm-up, wasn't it? <laughs> remember this? This is my third track when I did spin. And he says it like I used to go to his classes. I think I went to like one or two you turned maybe. up to one and then you did the spinathon as well things yeah. like that because you sat in the front row and I called you out didn't I? yeah everybody's my girlfriend Jen <laughs> Everybody. she wrote all the classes with me I didn't tell them that I was I do it myself 
Not letting you get any recognition. <laughs> it was rubbish though because I used to help you write on them then and didn't actually get to come and do them because I was teaching when well, you were doing the classes. You know, what can you do? I was in demand anyway. It was always fully booked. Oh, it's very warm in here. I know. Not good for the pregnant lady. All right. All the non-pregnant man. No, just me. Still hot. <laughs> just my <laughs> you. Still warm. I'm not in a different climate. My degrees are like 10 more than you. Is that it? I don't know. Right. I have no idea on the logistics, but I'm very hot. Is all I know. Oh, it is hot. Should we get started? Yeah, please. So, the easiest way to stay on plan when you're out of routine. There's probably a ton of you right now, either whether you're a teacher, a mum, wherever it might be, a parent, a grandparent, who are feeling like you are massively out of routine right now. It's the summer holidays and there's just no structure, no routine, no plan. You just feel all over the place and you've almost resigned to the fact that for the next few weeks, achieving your goals, hitting targets, doing what you were doing previously is just impossible. It's just not possible to stay on plan. Some of you might be trying to force it, like, oh no, I can still do it and not being able to. But ultimately what we've got to remember is these times come and go throughout the whole year. So it probably happens to you, if it's happened to you now in the summer holidays, it might also happen to you at the weekends. It might also happen to you on bank holidays because it probably just happens when you've got time off in general. You're just off work, the kids are off, you're off, and it's just out of routine and you just feel all over the place. And to be honest with you, although that's what I've written on the notes, I'm just thinking now there's probably other times as well where you just feel like you're out of routine in general. Like it might be a different slightly different day at work or something else is going on or something that was unplanned has happened like just in general when you're out of routine although it can feel exciting at the time it's, oh, it's not the same as normal like, this is different i'm loving it you know especially if it was the weekend but it can cause that level of chaos physically and mentally and it's often what then knocks people off track it's what often pushes them away from the goals because the actions the things that they're doing don't align with what they want to achieve because we are so used to being quote unquote on plan and quote unquote in routine that when we're not, it just feels impossible to do what we need to do. Now, there are loads of different things that we can do here and we could sit and chat about this for hours and hours and hours and hours. But ultimately, there's one really simple and quick and easy thing that you can do. And the thing I love about this is you can literally do it now. You could do it whilst you listen to the episode. It is that simple to apply um, or you could listen to the episode and you know do it right away. But it's so quick, so simple, so easy. And it will have a really positive impact on your routine and it will help you to stay on plan as well. Yes. So what we want you to do is split your day up into four four-hour sections. Assuming that you're awake for roughly 16 hours, tweak as necessary if you're not. Um, but it could look something like 6am till 10am, 10am till 2pm, 2pm till 6pm and then 6pm till 10pm. You've got four blocks each of four hours. And what we want you to do is set an alarm to go off at 10, 2, 6, and 10. So you're kind of at like the start or end of each block. And it just allows a little mini checkpoint to just check in with yourself, see how things are going, have a little review, and think about whether you've done what you said you were going to do in the previous block. So if it's a yes, then amazing, celebrate that. You, you, you give yourself some little things to focus on in that block, it might not even be like we don't have to go for super complicated things it might even just be like get up and get the kids ready get myself ready have some breakfast like we don't have to have these really productive intentions for each of these blocks it's just a little bit of structure for yourself so if you've managed that then celebrate it if you've not then think about does that change what i need to do in the next four hours if it does then make those changes tweak things as necessary and if it doesn't then move on, crack on with the next block and um, you'll get that review again in four hours. But it's really, really nice to just 
allow yourself a little bit of structure without it feeling too regimented really isn't it yeah it's almost like flexible routine it's like there's no pressure there's no deadlines it's just okay what do i need to get done in the next four hours right it's like jen said dead simple like, oh, i just need to get the kids up and get the breakfast ready and then that might be it that might be your first four yeah. hours that's what you need to do and if that's it don't overcomplicate it and i love how simple it is afterwards it's like do i need to change the next four hours if the answer is yeah change it if the answer is no just move on like forget about the next four hours. You're not changing the last four, but you can change the next four. And that's where you get that power back in your hands. I think as well, sorry, just to put in before you move on, like it's not even, and I'm just kind of touching on what Phil said and what I said. You don't have to, like, this isn't about creating like really productive plans so that you nope. get loads of stuff done. It can literally just be about giving you a bit of focus. Like even if that focus is like something really fun or like, um, it's just being really clear what your intentions are so that when you get to the end of the day and you go like, oh, I've done nothing, you can clearly see that actually, no, you, you've done quite a lot of stuff and you've done what you set out to do. Or if you're beating yourself up for like, oh, I had loads of time today, I should have done X, Y, and Z. It's like, well, no, because this was what I intended to do. You've you've been really clear on how you wanted to use your time that day. So there's no level of guilt about what you should or shouldn't have done because you've been really clear with what that what you need that to look like within that moment absolutely now we know this is a short and sweet podcast but there is one really important thing well it might not be the on the spot question it might be an hour and a half in the <laughs> um, but it's really really important that you do one thing when you use this strategy be and jen actually said the word then be really 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 clear on what it is that you need to do like we are talking what are the exact must do things that you want to get done in this block so if let's say for example it's 10 a.m in the morning You've just finished your first block of the day. You moved into your second one and you're like, right, what is that I need to get done in the next four hours? Don't say, oh, well, I could do with moving a bit more than I did in the first four because that's going to change nothing. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you'll get to two o'clock and be like, did I move more? No. Right, I'll tell you what then. I'll move a bit more in the next four. And I get to 6 p.m. I've still not moved more. I get to 10 p.m. I ain't moved all day because it isn't clear. It isn't obvious. You're saying I need to move a bit more. There's no actual obvious intention in what you're going to do next. So compare that to... Uh, let's say it's 10 a.m. And you're like, right, in the next block at 11 a.m., I'm going to go for a walk to the park with the kids. Like, it's so obvious what you need to do at 10 a.m. And you might even then start to think, well, if I need to do that, and it's, well, it's 10 now, I need to do that at 11, so I need to get them ready soon because they take forever because uh, getting kids ready isn't a 30-second um, task, I would imagine. Mm. Um, so it's like, right, well, in that case, I probably need to start getting them ready now so that I can go at 11. So you can see how simple that little tweak in your plan can have an impact on what you do now. If you know you need to be out by 11, you probably need to start moving by 10. And you will never get out if your goal is, I'm just gonna move a bit more. I'm just gonna eat a bit better in the next four hours. Oh, I'm just gonna, like, you're not gonna do any of that. There's not anything in there that's clear and obvious that is an exact must-do for you to go and take action on. When there is, it's more likely to happen. And then as Jen says, you can then just celebrate it. It's two o'clock, you got the kids out, you went for a walk to the park, you came home, it was absolute chaos. It was an absolute nightmare. Mm -hmm. um, but you're going to celebrate it anyway because you did what you said you was going to do. You, you know, you moved more, but it was because of the intention that you set in terms of how you said it, which allowed you to move more. So then, right, it's two o'clock. What do I need to get done in the next four hours? And again, it might just be something simple, but it will allow you to have that structure and routine that you, whether you believe this or not, it's what you crave. It's what's going to allow you to thrive at summer holidays, weekends, bank holidays. It's what's going to give you the focus that you need to go and achieve your goals. I also apologise if you could hear um, the outside world 
mm. noises then because I had a small meltdown <laughs> um, about 10 minutes ago and we had to re-record the first bit of the episode because I got so hot I felt a bit dizzy. So we've had to record the rest of the episode with the door open because I was making absolutely zero sense and thought I was going to pass out. <laughs> Jen got halfway through the first strategy and then changed the strategy. It was brilliant. <laughs> Jen went from instead of doing 4 by 4 you could do this. And I was like, could you? And then Jen went, actually, you probably couldn't do that. And I was like, maybe we need to re-record this. I'm just really hot. We all make mistakes. Uh, yeah, Mainly me. <laughs> Mainly me. Jen does it once a year as well. Um, yeah, so recapping. If you're struggling, feeling out of routine, then create a little bit of loosey-goosey routine for yourself. Um, four, four-hour sections. Who's that? She just got it routine? Yeah. Mm. Um, no, it's a goose that's um, had a couple of drinks. Right, interesting. Didn't know where you was going with that then. <laughs> I thought you should say who's called I'll be honest, Phil, I didn't, I didn't know where I was going with it myself. The door's open now, you should be cool. <laughs> uh, so, Quick so, recap. <laughs> 25 minutes later, we're still talking about geese. Uh, or gooses. Gooses. Goosey, goosey. Goose eye. Goose um, <laughs> four four sections, review section at the end of each one, or at the start, whichever one you see it as. Um, if you've done it, amazing. If not, do you need to change anything? And then get really clear on the bits that you've decided you are going to do in each block. 100%. And, of course, as always, make sure you are a goose. Said, and, of course, then. And, of course, always be a goose. Always be a goose. And, of course. I don't like geese. Why not? I was once attacked by a goose on that a walk. Makes sense. I can see why you wouldn't like them, then. Two traumatic things that I can remember from nature when I was growing up. One was being attacked by a goose. And the second one was falling an entire bush of nettles on a bike ride. Oof. And then being covered in dot leaves. What Imagine. are dot leaves? Is it dot or dock? Dock. Dock. I think it's a T, but I'm going to go with a C because you've confused me dock. now. I said dot. I said dot. Dot leaves. It's the woman who invented them was called dot. <laughs> it was your auntie. She invented dot leaves. She was like, oh, shall I call this leaf that really helps when I get... Um, What's it called? Nettles. Nettles. Oh, and I'll call them after me. Dot leaves. <laughs> that honestly was one of the worst experiences. I'm actually still like a little bit scared of nettles now. Do you think the like a bit of ex- exposure therapy could be you nope. like walking past nope. a nettle infested, nope. no, a geese infested nettle area? Nope. Could you do that? No. Nope. Oh, well, that's how exposure therapy works. <laughs> what if it was really far away? I don't know. Uh, probably, I could probably look at it. What about a goose with a nettle in its mouth? <laughs> running at you <laughs> jabbing the nettle just jabbing nettles at you yeah. <laughs> oh that sounds very traumatic I think I'll have nightmares about that I'll be honest neither of those things happen to me and that sounds traumatic to me yeah I know honestly I hate t- them they both just really stick out in my mind from childhood like imagine just really prominent traumatic experiences mm-hmm. yeah, you're just goosing about next meeting a nettle bush <laughs> anyway Jen thankfully they didn't happen on the same day though Phil that is good. Do you want to put me on the spot? And I hope yeah. it's not about geese or nettles. On Have you remembered the question? Because you worried about forgetting it. I know. I wrote it down a piece of paper last time because we're using my phone to as a camera. Um, so I didn't write it down on paper. So I'm really testing the waters. But I think I've remembered it. Testing the waters. Yeah, I had to give myself what does that a. Mean? <laughs> testing the water. I don't know. Is it linked to when you have a baby and you test the water with your elbow to see if it's the right temperature? That's so clever. If it is, that makes sense. But waters is plural. Maybe it's like dipping your toe in the sea to see if it's what temperature it That's is. That's also a phrase, isn't it? Just going to dip my toe in. You dip my toe in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just check, just check before you go the all in. The phrase should be, I'm just going to dip my elbow in. 
I'm just going to do it my elbow. That's a true test of temperature. That is. We found that out on our antenatal course, didn't we? I was really shocked by that. What? That that was a true thing. I thought that oh. was just one of those things that people told you to do, but actually, like, there was no, like, scientific evidence behind it. No. Oh. No, well, yeah, apparently so. Elbow first. Yeah, mental. Mm. Um, Because she was basically saying, like, don't trust, like, I, like don't overcomplicate it. Just shove your elbow in, wouldn't yeah. you? Elbow in. Oh, I'm burnt. <laughs> you've got to do the suffering I'm going to have to do the testing though because you have really hot showers so you're not no, really you have really hot showers I do I thought it was you no, you create a you literally create a steam room before you get in the shower Phil has a sauna experience before he has his shower yeah but I turn it down when I get in I just want the sauna before I just enjoy it it's therapeutic <laughs> sit me towel and pretend I'm in somewhere fancy I hate it you're not in there are you no true anyway on the spot question, hmm. my, I had to remember a word to remember the question. My word was decluttering. You have to remember a lot of words to remember questions, Jen. Yeah. Unless it's a one-worded question. I know, but if I remembered one word, then I'd remember, I knew it would prompt me to remind me like the question. Like a prompt card. Yeah. Love that. So decluttering is my word. So that's a clue to your question. <laughs> Why is it? Guess, spell decluttering. No. <laughs> because we were doing loads of decluttering so that when the babies come, the mess is less intense. Hmm. Um. I thought about the kitchen and decluttering the kitchen, and I was like, imagine... Are you just asking me to do a chore? Right? <laughs> no. On the spot question, go and declutter the kitchen. No, imagine you were decluttering the kitchen, and yes. you could only keep three kitchen items in the kitchen. Yeah. What three items would you keep? Oh, that's a good question. You can question. tell that I've started making these questions up rather than Googling stuff. Before I answer the question... What? Can we just talk about the fact that Reggie has dragged a towel... <laughs> Turned it into a pillow and he's now leaning out, lying oh. asleep. Oh my goodness, that's too much. He's dragged like a towel type throw thing and he's just dragged it all the way to the door so he can still see us because it's a glass door and he's just lay on it on his side asleep. He's using oh. it as a pillow. Well, basically we put a puppy gate in between our um, kitchen and our, cons- and our living room so that when we when the babies arrive, we can segregate Reggie if needed. So we were like, do you know what? He always settles better when he can see us. So because he can see us recording the podcast through the conservatory door, he's settled. And that might be the cutest thing I've ever seen. I've just taken a photo, so if anybody wants that, message Yeah, just message <laughs> so you can see the cuteness. That he's... That's ridiculous. Anyway, what was the he's question? He's proper settled as well. Three things that I'm allowed Three to keep. Three things that you would keep in the kitchen. I know one of them without even needing to see I know all three speak. already. In fact, I think all three are going to be linked to the same thing, aren't they? Yeah. Kettle, or press coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need anything else. What are you going to eat off? Or with? Or how are you going to cook? There's literally like five minutes worth of McDonald's. All right, so you're just going to go takeaways for, for life? Yeah. Great. What? Health and well-being coach, Phil. Living off coffee. No. Eating takeaways. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, this isn't like a real life thing. Just so everybody knows, we actually do the on the spot <laughs> things afterwards. Um, yeah, I think that's what I do. I think coffee, AeroPress, which is like a coffee machine, and uh, kettle. One of my friends slash uh, body relief clients currently getting the kitchen done, mm. and she was like, "I don't have any kitchen appliances, and I don't know what, how to cook." I was like, "I think I'll just get because she's got um, what are they called?" Uh, air fryer I, was like, I think I'd just pick three meals that I could do with a kettle and an air fryer just repeat them mm. and that's what I'd do yeah that could work and my three items would be a kettle and an air fryer and, and a micro a micro is a good one I feel like you can do a lot with those three things you can make pot noodles 
I've never had a pot noodle in my life. That's what we're having for two then. I know you did. You said this recently. Yeah, we need to. We still not had a pot noodle. We'll do it. It's because when I was little, I was really fussy, and because I didn't like one of the flavors. So, for example, the chicken and mushroom. I didn't like mushrooms at the time, so I would not touch chicken and mushroom. Didn't used to like beef. Isn't one like a beef flavor? Beef tomato. Yeah, so I wouldn't touch beef because even though there's no beef in it. We're having burgers for tea, aren't we? We're not having a pot noodle for tea. I'm just thinking like where we could fit one in today. So I'm saying, if we're gonna have burgers for tea, when could I have a pot noodle? Never. Okay. Never. No, well, not today. All right. Okay. You said All we're right. gonna fit it in today, so I said never. That um, doesn't make any sense, does it? Correct. Right. I'm just gonna look at the plan for the week. So, so you can plan in a pot noodle. Thursday night. Thursday night. Great. We're having Done. a pot noodle for tea on Thursday. That's not a tea. No, we're not gonna have it for tea. That's what I'm saying it's a mid mid afternoon snack. Oh, it's a snack. Yeah. I once looked, uh, I used to eat, um, what they call chicken, chicken super noodles, that's what I used to eat, yeah. all the time at uni. I looked at them when I first started tracking calories, something like 600 calories nearly in them. Right, you're not having it every day, it's just one off, Jen, you're allowed to. It just don't fill you up, would it? It's a lot mm. of calories for something that's literally going to fill you up for two seconds. It's for the podcast, it's not for filling you up, <laughs> it's for enjoyment. Should we do a, po- a taste test on the podcast? What, Like noodle? those influencers. Oh, that would be lovely. People hearing us eat pot noodles. Yeah, slurping a pot noodle, burning your mouth, burning your hand, dropping a fork. Would you do YouTube's videos? Yeah, all right, if anybody wants that. If anybody wants a YouTube video of me and Phil eating a pot noodle, then put in your requests. Mm. Send it to um, potnoodle at bodybrainbelief.com because that's not an email address, so therefore I'll never find out. Genuinely, if anybody wants that, let us know, but I'd be very shocked. Um, I am not doing that. No one needs to see me slurp with a pot noodle. I was just joking. Well, that's I can't stop looking at Reggie. Anyway, there's my answer. Aeropress, kettle, coffee beans. Right. Boom. Phil just needs his coffee salad. Just need my coffee. Can't be the only one. It's fantastic. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you took something from it. Uh, Have an incredible week. And we'll see you next week. Ta-ra.